0: hello and welcome to another episode of wisdom wednesday i'm dr ben and
1: i'm dr susanna
0: and we are both naturopathic doctors who empower you to heal yourself through whole food plant-based nutrition and mind body medicine and today we're talking about the third chakra a little bit more it's showing up again we kind of got introduced to the energy of the solar plexus plexus and digestion and metabolism from an energetic perspective when we talked about the stomach of course, it is concerning our small intestine and large intestine, too. You know, that solar plexus, uh, I guess, just to speak to it anatomically first, is really just a bundle of nerves that gets sent off to organs such as the, the stomach, the small intestine, the large intestine, also the liver and the gallbladder. Um, but today, we're really focusing on the pancreas, which has more of the endocrine function, of course, uh, we know that our chakra system is really aligned with endocrine organs um, and all of these endocrine organs, all of these energy centers have energetic, emotional, spiritual implications. So We're going to be talking about the opportunities that exist for us concerning digest- digestive and metabolic issues um, and uh, really how to optimize our pancreatic function from that energetic perspective. In addition, we can't forget about the nutritional lifestyle perspective, which, of course, we talked all about, you know, the foods and the food combining and digestion, metabolism, digestive enzymes, etc. cetera, uh, this week in Medicinal Monday, episode 341. So go back and refresh yourself with that information after you... Hear this energetic stuff. Yeah,
1: yeah, and I'm super excited to dive into the discussion about the third chakra. But before then, I always like to just talk about that more physiological connection between the nervous system and whatever organ we're talking about um, each week. And so, when we talk about, you know, that brain pancreas connection, we see how the state of the nervous system directly affects are both the exocrine and the endocrine function of the pancreas, right? So our ability to digest and produce digestive enzymes, but also our ability to metabolize, to produce the insulin that's needed to get our fuel, our glucose into the cell for proper metabolism.
0: Right. So, um, you, of course, uh, autonomic nervous system, the signals being sent between our brain and our vital organs it's a two-way street And when we're under that sympathetic stress response, all all of our digestive organs, digestive functions are shut down. And the energy, the circulatory system, all of the the resources are shunted more to our periphery, to our extremities, to our muscles, so that we can literally survive. Mm -hmm. Um, But when it concerns our, you know, the interesting thing about blood sugar regulation and metabolism, Um, is that, of course, we know that the stress response kind of shunts energy away from the digestive system. But in doing so, we also have a surge in cortisol, you know, our our cortisol levels rise, which actually helps to mobilize blood sugar and raise our blood sugar independent of any food that we might have eaten. You know, for example, breaking down storage forms of sugar in our body like glycogen on our muscles and our liver and this you know spikes our blood sugar again so that we have the energy and resources to survive and this is a really good thing this is obviously an adaptive survival mechanism that has allowed us to escape and evade harm's way Uh, but this stress response we know is being activated for a lot of people in a low-grade fashion or you know moderate-grade fashion every day. And that's simply not what it's designed to be used for. And of course, the implications for that are hyperglycemia, high blood sugar, and that requires then higher levels of pancreatic function in terms of the endocrine organ side of things, secreting more insulin, so that that blood sugar stays regulated. And then of course, that all um, creates increased risk for chronic blood sugar dysregulation, you know, pre-diabetes, type 2 diabetes, etc.
1: Definitely. Yes. Yes. So that's important. We cannot forget the physiological connection between our nervous system and all of our organs. But moving on to this energetic discussion about the third chakra and um, the third chakra as you're saying is associated with all of our well many of our digestive organs um pancreas being the main endocrine organ that is associated with and energetically the third chakra is associated with our energy center of personal power and self-esteem and confidence yeah our sense of self put in another way and uh you know whenever i think about the chakras and the energetics of the chakras i think about you know how We try to achieve balance in in the expression of that energy center. And for some people, there can be an overexpression of the energy from a chakra or an underexpression or an overactive chakra or an underactive chakra. Yeah,
0: well, actually, the way that, you know, I know that you've got these notes here are showing these signs or symptoms of an overactive uh, third chakra versus an underactive third chakra but I, I my kind of feeling around the the topic here is that the oftentimes you know it's just is general generally speaking it's like deficiency generally speaking it's you know energy deficiency of this part of the body and then we can overcompensate in ways to try to inauthentically, unhealthfully, unsustainably bring balance to this energetic body. Um, but it comes down to just authentic self-expression. Um, so, you know, I, I I don't really personally resonate so much with like overactive, underactive. versus I think it's mainly just like energetic efficiency, energetic imbalance, and then the ways that we might consciously or subconsciously try and compensate for this energetic deficiency.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree with that for sure. And that's definitely what we see more of um, clinically are kind of the manifestations of a deficiency of this energy, right? We see uh, pancreatic insufficiency, right? We see, um, you know, situations where maybe the pancreas isn't keeping up with proper insulin production, maybe per se. I think more so the... the yeah, I
0: was I was just talking about like, you know, how...
1: Well, let's talk about what the energetics are. Yeah. Because the, the kind of the signs of an underactive third chakra or a third chakra kind of deficiency um, is lack of confidence, lack of self-esteem, uh, indecision, indecisiveness, helplessness, lack of purpose. So there's really this disconnection with like, the core of who am I and what is my value and um yeah I think that this is huge I mean you said that it has to do with kind of self-expression I I would argue self-expression has to do more with like you know, different chakras. And the third chakra is really about that personal connection we have with our sense of birth, our sense of power, and who we are.
0: Yeah, well, you know, from kind of an energy anatomy, energy body perspective, um, it's kind of, it's commonly understood how the flow of energy kind of rises within us, you know, from our core root chakra up from the first, the second, the third, the fourth, the fifth, you're talking about kind of the energy of self-expression being more around like the fourth and fifth chakra Um, but of course like how is that energy going to get there in a healthy strong authentic sort of way if there's this imbalance in the third chakra Um, so you know it's like all about kind of you know the the flow upward in a healthy authentic sort of way so confidence self-esteem you know clear decision making um, being secure and being connected with our purpose for existing on planet Earth, which is of course just to know ourselves and express ourselves and share ourselves and share, and share our gifts and explore and understand who we are. Um, and yeah, you've got the these notes here around like these signs of an overactive third chakra, which again I don't really resonate with like a third chakra energy being overactive as much as just imbalance and then we can compensate for these imbalances. Um, So these signs include, you know, desire for control, being overly critical, uh, being excessively stubborn, having aggression or anger, and having judgment. Um, So, you know, I I think that, like, all of these, you know, the the way that I relate with these qualities, it's like, you know, if we're lacking that self-esteem, if we're lacking that confidence, if we're feeling disconnected, then we might have a tendency to react in these sort of ways and express these kind of imbalances uh, energetically or emotionally. And all that being said, I I don't think that like, you know, having uh, anger is inherently a pathologic thing or something that needs fixing or something that, you know, means that you're, you're imbalanced or anything like that. Having, you know, criticism, having judgment, like these are all parts of being human, but it's, it's a matter of, you know, being in balance with that, having that self-awareness and understanding and coming from a place of, you know, just ultimately returning to that place of groundedness and not swinging in these uh, extreme ways when we're, you know, in a way to try and compensate for these deeper imbalances that might exist.
1: Yeah. So then I guess the next question is, how does one, how can one connect with authentic self-esteem and confidence and their sense of worth and, you know, their connection with their purpose in in a very true way, not in a way where, you know, they're overcompensating or they're kind of faking it, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's really the question.
0: <laughs> well, I think, you know, if I were to answer that question, it just comes down to knowing ourselves. And it, and when we know ourselves and like our true selves, our true nature, we know how divinely perfect and powerful and amazingly loving and compassionate and sensitive and uh, connected we inherently are. And the only thing that creates this false sense of separation you know this delusion that we're something like something less than our true nature is just our insecure thoughts that we believe to be true Um, so it's simply for you know from my perspective how do we how do we kind of connect with our authentic power it's really just (laughs) it's like your authentic our authentic power for each one of us it's it's already there the only thing that leads us to think otherwise it are the insecure thoughts and you know from our perspective you know it's so helpful to understand what those insecure thoughts are they're just uh, a consequence of the human experience they're just kind of this paradoxical nature of who who we are you know in this world but not of this world like we we have so much more like our, our true nature is not the passing fleeting, human experience it's beyond that um so if we that's not to neglect our thoughts that's not to say that thoughts aren't don't mean anything our feelings don't mean anything um, but it's to have that understanding that we are the backdrop the backdrop through which on which these thoughts emotions experiences are felt and brought to life and when we see that you know immense vast nature of uh who we truly are we just you know we just naturally develop more awe and understanding and compassion and uh also you know it's like from that space obviously we're we're more tuned into that flow of creativity to that flow of wisdom to that flow of the universe and that flow of just all the infinite possibilities and it's like holy cow you know that person who i might idolize or who seems successful and powerful and like they're courageous and confidence like you know that that person who we that we project and see in the world and oh if only i could be that if only i could do that we realize we are that we are doing that you know, and we're, we, or we can do that, you know, but the thing that is the only thing that's getting in the way is just those silly insecure thoughts, again, which are so natural and normal part of the human experience, but it's, you know, so it's kind of this paradoxical thing.
1: Yeah. And those, those silly thoughts that keep us from fully knowing like our full self, it, it, it might, it might have been like this saga, this story, this lie that we've been telling ourselves for years and years and years. Right. So sometimes it can be really, really hard to see and identify. Yeah.
0: You're talking about the the more ingrained thoughts that we could say are beliefs or belief systems, right? which still, it's like, you know, it's, they're still made up of the same, uh, the same stuff, you know, the same, like th- there's no substance to them. You know, that, that ingrained belief is still, in a moment, able to be lifted and transformed, and we are able to be, you know, t- to transcend that belief, or right. that belief, or that thought process.
1: Yeah, just because it's like a more habitual thought pattern doesn't mean that it's any harder to see through and call out and really see, like, wow, this isn't true. This is literally just formless energy that I've been buying yeah. into year after year. Yeah, no, I think everything you said was beautiful spot on and um you know i i um i found it really interesting in preparing for this episode i opened up a book by uh carolyn miss anatomy of a spirit and she has a section where she talks about the chakras and so i was reading a little bit about uh third chakra in her book and and some of the themes she talks about and talking about balancing the third chakra and um, I really like what she had to say. And many of it echoes like what you were just saying, Ben. Um, but, you know, I kind of could boil down everything she was saying into like three key points. And and the first point um, to help kind of, you know, connect with that third chakra and balance that third chakra energy first was to really, really? honor oneself. And in honoring oneself, she was saying like really honoring your gut instincts, um, that we violate ourselves. She went as far as to say we violate ourselves when we go against our gut instincts. And I thought that that was a really powerful thing to say, because, you know, as you're saying, Ben, it's like who we are at our core is this like infinitely wise divine being. Right. And um, (laughs) we are connected with this infinite source of wisdom and guidance and, when we start, you know, ignoring our instincts, when we start outsourcing and relying on other people to, you know, decide for us, make decisions for us, um, help, us, you know, it's okay to reach out for help, of course. But, um, you know, that's 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 different from, um, you know, outsourcing our power, right? Outsourcing power. And so I really like how she was saying, you know, when we really connect with our gut and trust the gut and honor the gut, that is one way that we can really help to bring balance to that energetic center. She also talked about self-respect. And I mean, I I feel like everything you talked about, Ben, in in kind of recognizing and acknowledging our true nature as this divine being is the same as self-respect,
0: when we understand who we truly are, it's kind of impossible. It doesn't make sense to have disrespect for oneself. It doesn't right. make se- sense to have chronic self-judgment, to have chronic se- thoughts of unworthiness, to not honor it's ourselves. It doesn't make sense. It's like, you know, not honoring a tree, you know, because it's like, you know. I don't, that's not a good nature or good, good example. Um, But it's like, when we, when we see who we truly are, all of these things, you know, honor, respect, and maintaining our power, like all of these things are Are just inherent, inherent, natural byproducts, consequence of just knowing who we are. And I think that's, you know, just as I'm reflecting on it here and now, it's, it's like that's how and why all of these you know core teachings and from you know religions spiritual traditions gurus etc it, it's all about you know who am i who and how can i know myself and when we do then we are inherently connected with our own goodness our own love our own you know power and also you know, I think that something that's really cool, and, and I'm, I don't know, obviously I'm so imperfect in my humanness, but I'm I, I'm able to more clearly see the divine goodness in all of humanity, even even the stuff that's so difficult to see and so ugly and so violent and so um, hard to be with. You know, we can kind of see through that sometimes very thick um, veil of humanness to see the core goodness that is the true nature in which, from which all the ugly, chaotic humanness unfolds. And as we kind of see and relate to that divine nature in ourselves and in others, you know, we just hopefully, you know, I like to believe and think and feel that we are doing our part in creating a more peaceful and harmonious world rather than uh, being a, and operating from the, the reactive, critical human nature. You know, we honor and acknowledge that, but we do our best to also see beyond that, again, both within ourselves and in others so that we can respond and relate and communicate from that deeper, more authentic place.
1: Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, some some sources say that the third chakra is also associated with joy and generosity. And, and that's really what was coming to mind as you were talking about seeing the goodness in others um, and connecting with the inherent um, perfection in in all situations. Um, I you know, it goes into just to, just to name the third thing that um, you know, I was bringing up from the Carolyn Miss book. The third thing was just maintaining your power, but specifically what she was talking about is that the moment we do start to criticize things around us, whether they're people or situation, or if we're criticizing ourselves, we start giving away our power. We just start handing out our power in a sense, we're like pointing our finger at all these things around us like my life isn't so great because my house sucks or because, um, you know, my sister said this to me or because that person cut me off or whatever it is. Right. We start just like, you know, dishing out our power. But like you were saying, when we really can see (laughs) the the true nature of all human beings and also trust like the goodness of the universe and what it provides in all these situations that are here to just, Teach us to yeah. just remind us who we are, then we 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 mean maintain our power in every situation, right? That's true. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And of course the the slippery slope for us humans might be that we become self-critical and self-judgmental of our self-criticism or our judgmental nature. You know, so it's like this cycle of, oh, I'm not good enough, but I'm okay, but I want to be better, but I'm not okay with my not okayness. And it, it's, it, we can get like wrapped into that. So, again, I think that it's so helpful to just understand the nature that is, you know, prone to that cyclone of futile humanness and the backdrop in which that happens, you know, so that we don't have to get in the way and try and stop our human nature from being human, but we can see and appreciate it with, you know, new eyes. And in doing so, it's like, oh, then it kind of naturally kind of floats on through and we get to just be more present with it.
1: Yeah. So, So, all right, well, let's wrap up this episode and maybe we should do so by announcing to our podcast listeners that any day now we are expecting the birth of our little babe. We're so super excited. Um, When the babe comes, we'll be taking a two week break from the podcast and then Ben will be resuming the podcast solo.
0: That's right. Yes. Yeah, I'll so. be
1: I'll be focusing on the babe. Um, but uh, chances are we'll, we'll be back next week for another two episodes. So we hope to see you next week for Medicinal Monday and Wisdom Wednesday. And, uh, you know, in the meantime, if you're looking for more support, head over to our website, www.alter.health, and check out uh, Thrive on Plants and the other services we have to offer.
0: All right, you guys. Peace and love. We'll see you next week. Probably.